0: Hey everyone, welcome to the Postgrad Podcast episode four. Today is December twentieth, and I'll be interviewing Sharika. I met Sharika through UT through my friend from high school, Porna. She was Porna's roommate throughout all of college, and we ended up being in the same friend group. And I feel like recently we've gotten closer just because of our mutual interests in like TV shows and YouTubers and just towards like creating and creativity overall. Yeah. So I'll go ahead and get started. Sharka, who are you?
1: Who am I? Wow. Well, first of all, thank you for having me, Corey. We were previously talking about podcasts and us possibly starting podcasts and just navigating post-grad life. So I'm glad to be a guest on this. So happy to be here. But... Who am I? That's a big question. I think as of right now, I'm someone who just, I just graduated in December, and it is currently December of 2022, so someone who just graduated college and is trying to figure out what I want to do and what I want out of life in both the short term and the long term as Corey already knows this, but other people who are listening might not, but I'm starting my full-time job in August of 2023. So I have quite a bit of time to kind of figure out my interests, my passions and try new things that I might have not necessarily gotten the time to do in college.
0: Did you have anything else you wanted to say?
1: Um, no, I guess, I guess I'm just a confused college graduate figuring out my life right now and what I like
0: yeah that is yeah it's really funny because you're like you literally just graduated like two weeks ago or however long ago and so
1: it's really funny yeah
0: Yeah. cool so some of these questions might not fully apply because but I'll ask them anyways so okay next question is yeah Next question is, what does your daily, weekly, monthly routine look like?
1: I think like, I mean, part of me did kind of feel like I started post-grad um, after like, after like graduation ceremony, I walked in May, right? And then everyone else kind of also graduated and left in May. So, and I wasn't a full-time student. I was just a part-time student this past semester. Um, But my daily routine for the, the past few months was mainly just like, I'd get up, um, I'd skip my morning class, (laughs) and then I'd go to my follow. I'd go to my second class at eleven a.m. because that one took attendance. Um, And then usually I'd just like find something, someone to hang out with, or like do something on campus, and then I would head back home, and maybe do something later in the evening, and switch that out with like the days that I didn't do school. work instead so same kind of concept um my routine over the past week for the past couple of weeks I've been kind of going everywhere I've been like traveling so it's been kind of everywhere um because I, I just got back from Houston and then right before that I was in Big Ben and then right before that I was in New York so I I don't know. I don't know how to describe that because it's just like go, go, go every single day for the, the past couple of weeks. Um, so being somewhere new, trying new things, spending way too much money, eating new food. I think monthly I haven't really had like a proper routine. And the thing is, I do want to try to figure something out because I want to set goals for myself and like not like Let the next eight months fly past me. um, Yeah. Because I want to take advantage of the time that I have before starting um, like my full time job in like a corporate role. So I think this isn't necessarily a routine, but I guess like a goal. um, And I've talked to like some of my friends about this is just to like try something new each month. Um, and I was talking to some like high school friends and then like some college friends or mutual friends, Seneca um about like going to an improv class or like trying stand up comedy at open mic night or like
0: Dude, yeah
1: going to like a, a poetry slam or doing things that I usually wouldn't do because um I don't know, because of the past I might have been scared of like fear of embarrassment or rejection or or whatever
0: else yeah definitely. I actually took an improv class in um oh really in yeah
1: wait how did that go
0: it was okay it was it was cool it was cool I I did it it was like two hours um it was really interesting really out of my comfort zone which like I wanted to do but like I knew like if I did more of it I would probably improve because I feel like that's just the type of Like, the way my brain is wired, like, I feel like improv, like, Mm -hmm. fits with that, but I don't know. I haven't had time, and I did it in, like, October or early November, late October, early November, so it's been a while, because I've been busy and traveling. That's cool. But that's something I definitely want to pick up.
1: I I actually used to go downtown. I grew up in Austin, so I used to go downtown and, like, do improv in middle school, and honestly, it was really fun, like, with adults and stuff, and I feel like... That's crazy. Now is like the, the time to like, I don't know, I, I feel like as a child, you're like so unbashedly yourself and like so not afraid of anything at all. And I feel like you try to like pursue things you like, if you like something, you just kind of go for it without any fear of like judgment and stuff as much. But then I feel like you kind of grow out of that once you get to like high school and college. And and I and I honestly think that like now is the time to try to kind of embrace some of those interests that I might have had in childhood, but I am abandoned.
0: Yeah. That's like a big wave I'm on too. Just like, I feel like a lot, I've heard a lot of people say, say it's just like, go back to like what their childhood passions are and just bring them into reality. Now that you're an adult, which kind of yeah. sucks. Like, why can't I have stuck with it throughout my whole life? But
1: No, right. Healing your inner child. Oh <laughs> that's yeah.
0: That's what 2023
1: exactly. is about.
0: Who do you talk to now? Like, have you made new friends? Have you kept in touch with mm-hmm. old ones? I guess this is also kind of weird because you just graduated, but we can consider this past semester that time period.
1: No, yeah, because I, I definitely feel, I mean, a lot of my friends that I came into college with all kind of dispersed across the U.S. And yeah. even abroad. I have some friends in the U.K. right now. Um, That's which is crazy. Yeah. I'm actually going to visit one of them in March when I when I travel to Europe, so I'm excited. but. Um, it's, it's weird because like because I grew up in the Austin area. I had a lot of high school friends that I didn't go to college with come back. Um, so I've been seeing them a lot more often. Like my friend Clarence and Siona were some of my closest friends in high school. And they went to Indiana University and Texas A&M, respectively. And now that we're all like back in the same place, like I've roomed with Clarence for the past through three months, which is like crazy because when we were 15, we had major beef. And then we became really good friends. And then now we, like, room together for three months. And I, I was talking to him about it and I was like, bro, imagine, like, going back and telling our 15-year-old selves that we're going to become roommates at 22 years old. Like, it's it's really weird. But <laughs> And then some of my college friends that have, like, stuck around the Austin area, like Brenna, I also roomed with her. And then some of my younger friends who are still in college, like Justin, Gabe, Vincent, Felicity. He's also your family friend. Felicity. <laughs> and then I made a lot of um new friends, I would say. Um Kanishk, our mutual friend who who stayed in Austin, introduced me. He took me to this game night, which Kanishk, I feel like, brings people along to things um where they're not invited. Like, so I was worried going to this game night that I was like not supposed yeah. to be there. But I, I showed up and um uh it was hosted by one of the, one of the people who were in the same like majors that I was in in college um Sonica, and I knew her like we were acquaintances I would say and i I knew the, this other girl Sunny, who was who was at that game night but I didn't know anybody else there so I was like I can't like introduce myself to everyone I don't I don't want to be like the weirdo that canish brought that I didn't <laughs> i didn't talk yeah. to anybody but they're actually really cool like this group of people it's like a group of people who who, like some of them were still like um in their fifth year some of them were post-grad from ut and then some of them had like moved from elsewhere in the u.s and like were either working in austin or we're doing grad school in austin which is which is cool and i feel like i i've been talking to them a little bit more so it's it's cool to like make new friends because i think that was the one thing that i was worried about the most which is like making friends after graduating or like making friends outside of the context of like school because i feel like school provides a really easy way to make friends and it is partially out of convenience but to like put yourself out there more to to try to build friendships in adulthood i guess
0: definitely feel that when you're full-time so
1: yeah I already do. I already kind of feel it. But it's like, yeah, it, it is weird. And I think it's partially like, I don't know if you've seen like um, people on Twitter or TikTok talk about like the lack of like third spaces in America. Because like a lot of cities in the US are not that walkable. Um, we don't have like a lot of third spaces, which is like a space outside of like school slash work or your home where you go to regularly. And that's where you would often, like, meet people who you could, like, befriend or date or whatever. Whereas, like, in a, a lot of, like, cities outside of the U.S. or even, like, New York City or whatever, there's a lot, because it's a lot more walkable, there are places that people attend more often and they, like, run into each other a lot more often. Um, and so it's a lot easier to build those kinds of relationships outside of school or work and, like, feel more connected with the community. And I've been thinking about... How I'm gonna get around that? How to make a third space for myself in like a coffee shop or something? Go to a place more regularly.
0: Yeah, that that's just an interesting concept. I feel like I'm learning so much. That's so cool. <laughs> um, I feel like those were all our student orgs. <laughs> yeah. yeah,
1: yeah. Student org like, I mean, even though like in high school, like obviously, like you, you know, you see people all the time because you basically all take the same classes or whatever. And like in college, it's not even though you don't necessarily, like, see everybody in the same classes, like, through the orbs and stuff that we're in, it, it just kind of facilitates, like, the third space naturally. But, it's I don't know, it's, it's hard to, like, try to mimic that when you live in a place that's, like, A, not walkable, doesn't have, and B, like, doesn't have, like, a lot of third spaces, so. Yeah, I've been thinking about how, how to put myself out there more. What we, how do we, how have you been doing that in San Francisco? I feel like you guys live in, like, the well, from what, maybe it was Kanishka who visited you and said this, but I think he said that you guys live in, like, a place where it's very, like, the community's, like, a lot more tight-knit, and it's kind of in the middle of everything.
0: Yeah, I don't know about the community being tight-knit, but, yeah, it is in the middle of everything. There's, like, I live in the Mission District in San Francisco, and there's a lot of, like, restaurants, there's a park, like, nearby that a lot of people go to. It's, like, very popping and happening, so it's really cool, but i have really taking advantage of that space as like a way to meet new people. I've kind of just met people through other people um, just by chance or just by like putting an effort with some friends and then they invite me to things and I meet other people that way. So yeah, basically just meeting people through people I know or have met through like, like a lot of UT people, like people from UT are at san francisco and i mean they might not be yeah. people that i talk too much or at all but mm-hmm. they like i've become friends with them at you uh, at nsf and then also from work sometimes and then just like friends of those friends that i've made through like ut slash work and then i've expanded and so honestly like i i just came back to you uh, to texas like a week ago and in the two weeks before i was in san francisco but only for two weeks i actually made like A lot of new friends through mutuals so that was like really cool but yeah Mm. that is what i have done but but i'm also trying to like make friends through like a third space kind of thing where like using like an interest like i said like i i did improv earlier like that could be cool making new friends through improv or there's like a lot of comic book stores or bookstores nearby so it'd be cool to like go to events there and like meet people there and so still still in the process but it's just usually through mutuals.
1: Yeah, comic book store. That would be cool. One of my friends, um, well, my friend Brina, who uh, I roomed with the past three months, she she'd graduated from UT and she'd really got into like poetry slams and stuff, and she'd go to like these writers' workshops and these slams and like yeah whatever else. And like she made a lot of friends through that. And it's cool because like I feel like for most of our lives, the, the friends that you make are basically your age or like within your age range. But like she's friends who are like thirty five and like a lot older and like friends who are like literal kids (laughs) and I'm like this is cool like they're all all friends because they're all interested in like the same thing which is poetry and writing so yeah
0: yeah I feel like those friendships that like we make not not out of convenience like you mentioned earlier like definitely very interesting I'm looking forward to making more of those
1: yeah
0: cool cool so this next one this next question I'm sure you'll have a lot of things to say about this is what types of media are you consuming right now
1: um too much like (laughs) but (laughs) right now i'm i'm on tiktok a lot um it's definitely one of those things that I, i i know i should be cutting down and i go back and forth with like my tiktok usage like i'll go months where i have really healthy habits established with like not just tiktok but like social media in general like I'll just post and then I'll delete the app and then I won't even like open it or like re-download it unless I want to post again. Um, And I'll go like months doing that. And then I'll be like, you know what? I'm free right now. Like I don't have a lot. I'm not like really busy. I don't have a lot um, of work to get done. So I'll just download TikTok today for a treat or like I'll just download Instagram for this week and then I'll get sucked into like this cycle of like months of being very on these like social media platforms and like addicted to social media which i've been trying to control my my social media usage as of recently because i'm in back in one of those phases where i'm like really on instagram and really on TikTok and a little bit on twitter but twitter is like one of those apps that twitter was one of the first social media apps that i was addicted to <laughs> because my high school was very on twitter like all the beef went down on twitter like everything was on twitter Damn. And I was a debate kid, so I kept up with the news on Twitter. But once I wrote my Plan to senior thesis on, like, social media and had to, like, go onto Twitter and, like, purposely find tweets and stuff to use in my thesis, I got so sick of Twitter that I feel like I have the healthiest relationship with Twitter of all the apps as of right now. But, yeah, so as of social media, that's, like, what I'm doing, but I'm also, like, Watching a lot more TV, I would say, than um, I probably used to. I used to not really watch that much TV most of college. And then senior year, my roommates would be like keeping up with a lot of the newer shows that dropped and movies and stuff, yeah. and so I'd watch it with them. And then now I watch a, a lot more TV on my own. So I, I just finished um, season two of Sex Lives of College Girls on HBO,
0: I, I, just I really love that.
1: the show. Oh, you just finished it too. We need a we need a yeah. debrief because I love the show. I hated how they ended that season, but
0: wait, it whatever. was so yeah. It was it felt so random. But anyways, yeah,
1: yeah it was just so. I was like Mindy, what are you doing? But anyways, um, I'm currently watching White Lotus season two.
0: <laughs> Me too. Also I'm also funny. on season oh, really? two.
1: Okay, okay, yeah. yeah. I just, I just finished, like, episode four or something earlier today.
0: I think I, want, I think I want episode two or three.
1: Okay, okay. We'll also debrief that one after. Okay. Yeah. And then, um, like, a month ago I'd gone to San Antonio to visit our mutual friend Sam with our other mutual friend Shethana, who was um, in San Antonio to go to, like, a luncheon. Um... And that's, around that time is when I started watching New Girl for the first time. So I'm... No way. Yeah, I think I'm currently on season two, maybe two, maybe three. Actually, I have no idea. I have to check. I've taken a break from New Girl a little bit to, like, watch this other stuff. But, yeah, I'm watching it for the first time ever. Everyone's told me that they think that I would like New Girl, but I just, like, never got around to watching it, but I, now I'm finally watching it. So, yeah. Yeah. As a media consumption, I think that's that's where I stand. Lots of social media that I'm trying to cut down on. I think I have a healthier um, relationship with like TV. Because I, I can't binge TV usually. Like I can't like watch a bunch of episodes back to back. But watching a few different shows at the moment. That
0: makes sense. Um, one thing I started doing recently, because I actually saw it on TikTok, funny enough. And I've heard it before from our boy Elliot Choi. Um, is yeah adding a color filter on my phone and making it grayscale and i found like that's That's... like helped me reduce my phone more and it makes like watching like tiktoks or youtube like a lot less appealing so
1: yeah no my my friend cheyenne has done that for years and his phone is always on Mm -hmm. black and white but the one thing is i really like taking like photos and videos of things and i feel like when i'm yeah Taking a photo and my phone is in black and white. It's like hard for me to tell like what looks good, yeah, or like what's visually appealing because everything's just in grayscale. So I don't know. It it's like a kind of a stupid reason, but it, it definitely is helpful for social media usage.
0: Maybe you can like turn it on when you're like at school or work or whatever. But I guess yeah, uh, But yeah. Cool. So now we're, we'll kind of take a shift towards okay. more like reflective questions. I guess everything's been reflective. I need a better transition. Okay. Anyways. Um, <laughs> yeah. What are you most excited for in the immediate future? So like, think like one or two months out instead of like, oh, well, but yeah, immediate future.
1: One or two months out. Um. I'm planning on getting my substitute teaching certification and then subbing in January and February because I want something to do (laughs) while I'm just kind of waiting around before I travel. And yeah, I'm excited to do that because I feel like I'm fairly good with kids. Um, And honestly, this is kind of sad, but I feel like if teaching paid more than I would look into becoming a teacher. And just recently, actually, I was scrolling through my Twitter. And I found something that I posted um, when I was like 13 or 14 years old. And it was like like, an old notes app. Like, you know, the yellow, like background, old notes app. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And it was just like a bunch of paragraphs about how teachers today suck. And that's because teachers don't get paid enough. So people who are smart don't go into teaching. (laughs) And like, obviously, I don't agree with all of that right now as like a 22-year-old woman. But. Like, the sum of it was, like, teachers should get paid more, and if they did get paid more, maybe I would consider being a teacher. And I was like, damn. That's crazy, because I'm, like, considering substitute teaching just to, like, kill time and make a little bit extra cash. But I think I would still consider teaching if teaching paid more. But, yeah, sad stuff aside, I'm excited to, to do that and, um try something new something that's like completely unrelated to my major which is marketing so yeah
0: honestly like yeah i agree with you but also like what you what your 13 year old self said is like like very like wise about the incentives of like low-paying teachers and yeah it's kind of funny um cool and so to move a little more into the future where do you see yourself in the next couple of years? So, like, let's say Sharika in, like, three, four years.
1: Oh, God. You want, like, a, a real answer or, like, a delusional answer? Let's start with, okay, okay. Let's start with not delusional So, so I'm going to
0: ask another question about, <laughs> like, predictions, kind of. So, you can you can just do whatever, like. Okay. I guess you can do realistic right now, man.
1: Okay. Okay. Realistic answer. Okay. I'm asking this because in one of my goals in 2023 is to be a little bit more delusional. And that sounds kind of stupid, but I feel like being delusional in the sense that you're just a little bit more confident in yourself or like you feel more confident about the things you want to do and like kind of have the reassurance that everything will work out oftentimes it's necessary for things to actually get done that you dream of. And I, and I feel like a lot of times, you know, we already, we count ourselves out before we even like actually try anything. So yeah, it's a delusional answer aside, but realistically, like, you know, I'm starting my full-time job in August um, at a tech company and I'll be doing marketing And it's a two-year rotational program. So after the two years, I probably want to move somewhere else, like outside of Austin. Putting work aside, I think I do want to move um, to a different city within the next couple of years. After I save up a little bit of money and stuff. Um, I think I'd want to probably go to New York or San Francisco, maybe LA. I think I would only want to go to like a big city. Because I don't think I'd want to go to another mid-sized city. Because I like Austin enough to n- not want to go <laughs> to another mid-sized city. So yeah, I'd probably be moving, new job, which also means like making new friends, stuff like that. So yeah.
0: Cool. Um. Okay. Yeah. Next question: What do you miss the most about pre-graduation?
1: Yeah, I on, I know I was, like, technically still in school last semester, but it was, like, it didn't feel like it, partially because I didn't live on campus, like, I lived really far from campus, and, uh, you know, most of my friends who I came into college with had left, so it, it was a different experience for sure. So, what I missed the most, what I realized um, about pre-graduation, is the spontaneity of college. And I think this kind of also goes back to like a walkable space. I enjoyed like going to class and then afterwards I'd run into someone and then I'd just like sit there and talk to them for hours or I'd run into someone. And I'd be like, Hey, I'm going to lunch. You want to come with me? Or like we, I'd like be sitting in my apartment and then I'd check find my friends and I'd see that one of my friends was studying in this place. So I just pull up or like I'd be sitting in my apartment and I'd text my group chat and be like, you want to go get ice cream and then we'd go walk like 12 blocks and go get ice cream and like stuff like that stuff like that that made that wasn't necessarily planned but like the spontaneity around college and like things just like happening and it didn't even have to be anything it could just be like sitting on each other's floors and like talking or whatever but I realized like the lack of spontaneity this past semester for me kind of made um every day a little bit more predictable And honestly, it was, I was a little sad and I felt a little lonely because of it. Um, So I've been thinking about how to try to like force a spontaneous experience when you don't live like a walkable distance away from each other and you won't run into your friends in the same building because you're not going to be taking class in the same building. So yeah, that's definitely what I missed the most about college.
0: very relatable and i feel like a lot of people have talked about spontaneity and then you like touched on like everything like walkable area like friends yeah. everything what has been the biggest oh, surprise of oh. oh
1: wait sorry do you feel like you have or you've like done enough spontaneous like unplanned things i mean if you go to work in person i'm sure like there's certain spontaneous things that happen but like even outside of that like
0: um not really i feel like my range of spontaneity is like i kind of have some planned spontaneity where it's like all right i'm gonna try to do at least one or two things on the weekdays like that is like whatever and then one thing on the weekend and like usually not plan more than like a week ahead
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> which
0: is like not that spontaneous right but
1: yeah
0: um, plan like, yeah, <laughs> yeah plan spontaneity which i i feel like is it's still fun. It's like, Oh, like, I don't know what I'm going to do this weekend, but I know like I want to do something. And so
1: mm-hmm.
0: I'll wait for things to happen and like, okay, like let's do it. Like, I didn't necessarily like know what I was going to do, but I still kind of planned around it or it's like, Oh, I start realizing that like some people might want to go out or like some people might want to get dinner and just do something like that. And so, yeah, yeah, it, it definitely, I feel like there's still some type of semblance of that in San Francisco, but overall, like it's not the same because it's, not as convenient we like work all day or work all day um Mm -hmm. and then yeah not with a lot of like the friends that you had in the past so
1: Yeah, yeah i definitely agree also i think i was also just like never i was never a planner i was always just like a i'll tag along kind of person and i think having like multiple friend groups um and, like, group chats going, where people were always planning things, definitely helped, whereas, like, a lot of those group friends, you know, graduated, so I mainly just had, like, one friend group that was still in college, and I loved them to bits, and I hung out with them all the time, but sometimes they were busy, so I couldn't do anything with them, so it was just, like, whenever they were busy, I'd just be like, damn, I'm lonely now, and I don't know, <laughs> it's just, like, yeah, I don't know, I think, college there's just just like so many people that you know like right at your fingertips you know walking distance away like so close to you and most of the time those people aren't busy i mean like especially senior year i feel like you know if one group is busy then like the other group might not be busy like so it was just like very easy to like make things happen but it's harder to do that when people got things going on and stuff
0: that's also another thing like i felt like a lot of spontaneous things was like doing things with people, right? But
1: mm-hmm.
0: I think i got used to just doing things by myself, which I also learned in college, but yeah, yeah, it is. I think it during, is a bit, yeah,
1: yeah, no, I agree. I like doing things by myself too. And I think that's the one thing because I, during COVID, I think the reason I enjoyed being at home was because I did a lot of stuff by myself spontaneously and I enjoyed doing that, but yeah, I don't know. I, I think I need to try to reincorporate being spontaneous alone because that's that's also a lot of fun. But I think sometimes you're just like, if nobody wants to do anything, you're like, well, there goes my plans. But I definitely enjoy being alone. I I, I should put myself. I should put myself in situations that where I can do things by myself and enjoy them.
0: So what I was gonna ask before I really interrupted. Okay.
1: Sorry. Um, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: what has been the biggest surprise of postgrad? Like what did you imagine it, it is versus what is it like now? Like what, what did you imagine it was going to be versus what is it like now?
1: I guess this isn't like, you know, since I haven't like officially, officially entered postgrad, but like my expectation or, like June to December or whatever was that it was gonna still feel like college to me and it really didn't like it didn't feel like I was in college like I went to my classes but it just it didn't feel like I was a student anymore um so I I don't know I just I thought it was going to feel like college, and I think it's because, like, I didn't really process that, like, everyone else was graduating, because in my head, because all of last, all of spring semester, I was like, go, 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 I was finishing my thesis, I had a lot of stuff to do, um, all the way up until, like, graduation date, I was like, oh, I still got one more semester, I'm just walking, whatever, but I think I didn't, like, realize, I didn't, like, fully process that everyone else was leaving, until later, and then everyone else left, and then I was like, "Whoa, that's crazy! Nobody's here anymore," which makes find my friends really exciting to look at. But, <laughs> um, I don't know. I just, I, it's, it's like a stupid answer. Like, I, obviously, everyone's leaving, but I just like didn't. I just didn't like process that everyone was leaving until everyone left. So. I mean, I, I keep in touch with most of my friends, like, pretty frequently. Like, I feel like I text people one-on-one in group chats and try to call people, like, fairly frequently. Or at least frequently for me, because I used to be really bad at doing that during COVID and stuff. Um. Yeah, so I guess just, like, the actual distance between people. Like, re- I didn't, like, cross, I didn't realize how far everyone was going to be and, like, How I'm probably not going to see people for like months and months and months at a time. Yeah.
0: Sometimes, occasionally, get the blast of nostalgia of college, and I'm like, "Damn, like that was really fun," and that's not what my life is like now. But yeah, it is what
1: it (laughs) is. It is what it is. Oh no. But I, I also think that like everybody goes through this at 22 and 23. You know, like. So, I, I don't know. I feel like a lot of times we all feel kind of lonely, but, like, we're all lonely together. So, it's okay.
0: Are we actually alone? Um, that's fine. Cool. So, where did you think you'd be, or who did you think you were going to be four years ago, or four and a half years ago, in your case, well, versus where or in slash who you are now?
1: Yeah, this is funny, because I... Went into college being like, marketing is just like my backup plan. I'm majoring in this because I'm going to go to law school. And if I don't get into law school, I can do a job in marketing and do that for two years, save up some money, and then apply to law school again. But I never applied to law school. I never even took the LSAT. Never really looked into it. And I think that's because I realized that like, the things that I want to do um, is is hard to do without, like I, I don't know how to explain this, but, like I wanted to be a lawyer because I wanted to get into politics in the future. That was, like, what my goal was when I was a kid. When I was in high school and even, like, middle school. But I I don't know. I think I just became a lot more disillusioned with politics. Um, it was just kind of sad. And and I have a lot of friends who are in, like, in the same boat, but I don't think I ever really wanted to be a lawyer. I think I just wanted to be a lawyer to like have the credentials to make a change. Um, But I realized that getting into politics isn't the only way to make a change. And I shouldn't put myself through years of schooling and hundreds and thousands, hundreds of thousands of dollars of debt to just get credentials to possibly do something where I could possibly. Make a change. Um, so, yeah, it's been difficult like grappling with like disappointing your younger self. I don't know if you had like different goals for yourself when you were in high school, Corey, but like I feel like when I first like kind of gave up on the dream of like being a lawyer around like 2020, I was really sad about like thinking about like my younger self, like my high school self, and being like, wow, like I'm not gonna accomplish any of the goals that like she had set for herself. Because that's just not what I want to do anymore. But now I have, like, new goals. But I don't know. It's just, like, one of those things that I that was, like, what I worked for. Like, I applied to college for that reason. Like, yeah. Everything I did in high school was to purposely, like, possibly become a lawyer. So, yeah. it's been It's been weird. But definitely, I definitely would not expect myself to be in this position four
0: years ago four and a half years ago so interesting i i feel like i can't really relate to that because i never had like a big overarching goal like all my goals were very generic but i think and i know we like talked about like my desires to be like be creative or be creative or do something like mm-hmm. that i think like i've always that's always been a consistent theme in my life and so but i've either never had like I was too lazy, too unmotivated, didn't have confidence in myself. And now, like, mm-hmm. like you said, I'm like healing my inner child. And so that is exciting for me. But it's not like, but it's not, it's also not what I expected at the same time. Like you didn't expect yeah. to not do lawyering.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so speaking I, I, of
0: four yeah.
1: No, go, go ahead. ahead. I lost my thought.
0: Okay. My bad. Speaking of four years ago.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Like what advice would you give yourself four years ago? And then what would you give yourself in four years to like remember or keep? And so you can like you can just say it, answer the question, or you can frame it as if you're talking to Sharka of four years ago and be like, hey, four years ago, Sharka, or hey little Sharka, and and then like do the future Sharka. Also. Okay.
1: Um I think I would tell four years ago. I, I would tell myself my young, my younger self that like you don't have to like be so concerned and worried about what everybody else is doing and what everybody else thinks of you. Cause at the end of the day, nobody really knows what they're doing at this age, at 18, 19, 20, 21, 22. I feel like nobody knows what they're doing in their late teens and early twenties at all. Yeah. And the people who think that they haven't figured out are just putting on a really good front. Or they haven't figured out for now. And they're not going to have it figured out two to five years from now. So you don't have to like constantly compare yourself and constantly feel pressured to do the things that other people want to do or want you to do. Um, And I think that was, I don't know if you felt this way. We went to the same business school, me and Corey. And I just feel like a lot of times, like I'd always be like questioning myself um, of like, is this the right career path? Like, should I be doing something else? Like this makes more money. Everyone else likes to look looks down on me for, like, not wanting to do X, Y, and Z, so I'd constantly be questioning myself, just because it was, like, a very cutthroat environment where, um, people were very judgy, but at the end of the day, like, if people judged you in the moment at, like, 18 or 19, I feel like nobody really cares, like, in the long term, you know, like, nobody really cares what you do for work, like, once you graduate, so... It doesn't really matter. Clout is not gonna last forever, you know? For my future self, um, four years from now, so 26, 26 and a half. Um. That one's hard. So I'm like, damn, I don't know where I'm going to be at 26. I think I tell myself to like remember what you what you truly want deep down. Um, I guess like go back to like the you know, healing your inner child. Like what do you want? And stay focused on On yourself and don't let others others impact um what you do so i guess it's kind of the same for both now that i think about it but i feel like i have a habit for of like being very easily swayed into doing other things because of other people's opinions or whatever else
0: say like three bold predictions and if you can't think of predictions like maybe goals about your life in the next three years. And so by December 20, 2025, like what will happen in your life? Just three, three things, or maybe three goals you want to achieve. If You can't think of predictions because predictions can be kind of hard. And so now you can be as delusional as you want because this would be cool to look look back to in three years and be like, oh my gosh, like I actually did this or I'm about to do this or this was nothing I even wanted to do after like the the following month after this interview or this time period?
1: Wow, okay. Um, December 2025. I'm like trying to... I think by December 2025, I would have either moved to New York, San Francisco, or LA. I'm placing my bets on that. I'm going to... I would have... I will move to... It doesn't have to be one of those cities, but preferably one of those cities by December 2025. Um. I have a lot of, like, I think I've talked to you about this. I have a lot of, like, really crazy, like, aspirations that all kind of don't align with each other, but I think I would have done... I want to have pursued something creative, seriously, Um, whether that is, like, I like to songwrite, so maybe, like, songwriting, or what stand-up, or whatever it is, like, I want to seriously try to, like, pursue that for a year, and hopefully that would have come to fruition by 2025, and something would come out of it. To where I could, like, try to do um, something creative with my future career. And then the third thing. I don't know. Recently I've been reflecting a lot on, like, how. I feel like I was very. This is a complete diversion and it's not career focused at all. But, like, (laughs) I've been reflecting a lot on, like, how a lot of times, like, women are, like. You have to, you know, you to pick a career or, like, being in a relationship or, like, valuing love. And I think I was very hyper-independent for a lot of my, like, late teens and, I guess, like, the past few years, early 20s, but I'm only 22. So, like, a lot of high school and college. So yeah. I think I want to, like, seriously date and maybe I would have experienced, been in a relationship by December 2025. So those are my three things. Relationship. Creative um career. Doesn't have to be like a full-time career, but like something creative coming to fruition. And new city. Are my three my three goals, three predictions. Putting that out there into the
0: universe. I gotta manifest that.
1: Manifesting. Let me bring out the crystals. <laughs>
0: yeah cool well that was it in terms of like any questions i had but do you have any like last thoughts you just want to share talk about if not that's fine
1: i don't have any last thoughts about my life but i think this is really cool Corey. so i i feel like you organize these questions in like a a very nice way a lot of thought-provoking stuff stuff that i definitely need to think a little bit more about (laughs) but yeah